Um, let's talk about MVP of the year. This is one of the best ones I am really looking forward to for sure. This year we've had so many new players come into the league. We've got so many old players who come back to the league, but they've just been fantastic at what they're doing. So do let us know who you're voting for MVP. Well, let's go around the room. Let's start with Colm, because Colm, you've been getting these really well so far. Uh, in in terms of the MVP, to me, it was kind of obvious from the from the outset. Um, there was a, a lot a lot of love for other people, but when you have Andy Reid masterminding things, uh, you are always going to be at an advantage. And when you have uh, the skill that this particular gentleman has, and then you add in Andy Reid's genius. Uh, I think every year he should probably start as the favorite for the MVP race. Now, I went with Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes should be uh, and um, probably will be crowned at the league MVP. A uh, lot of questions how he would do with Tyreek Hill no longer around. Well, he, sh- he showed that. And there were times where it felt like he almost single-handedly was the reason that the Chiefs stumbled over the line at times. Um, but my goodness, if you're stumbling over the line and you're ending up as the number one seed in the AFC, well, you're doing something right. So, yeah, um, to be a fan of another team in the division, I think it's going to be a long 15 years or so. I think it's really interesting, uh, Brian's pick, because I would have thought that would have been Mark's pick for sure. So, Brian, do you want to enlighten us into who you picked? Because myself and Mark are both fans of this person. Huge fans. I went with Tom Brady. I thought that the books. Sorry, Brian, can you speak up? I didn't hear that one. What did you Thomas? Thomas Eddie Brady. Is anybody kind of. <laughs> he's around the same age as me. I felt sorry for him. He's gone. He's had a difficult time, mostly personally. And I just felt, you know, with the extra encouragement and push from myself in terms of predicting him to be the MVP. Uh, look, he's not going to get it, but yeah, here we are again and he's in the playoffs. And right now, the way the Cowboys are playing, who's to say they won't? Turn them over this weekend. I expected more from the books this year. Obviously, they've been a great disappointment, and but because of the nature of the division, they've managed to find their way into the playoffs. It hasn't been seasoned anything like the form we have. But I would say one thing about Brady: we have seen the season in games when it's on the line, the Rams game, the Saints game, even the Cars game on the Monday Night Football when they weren't playing well. They still have found ways, like last week. Although Colin puts it down to the implosion of the Panthers, and he's probably right in that that they. They went to bed when they when they saw Brady coming late in the fourth corner. But look, Brady just has the way of getting things done and who's to say you won't do it next Monday night football next Monday on Monday night football against the Cowboys. Mad pit. But I did pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I know we're gonna to get to that as well. So it, it, there was a there was a whole storyline behind it. Always love a bit of that Tom Brady magic. Can't beat it. Mark, who did you pick? And it's definitely not Brady, I've seen that. It's not Brady. It wasn't a bad pick again. I was going with the whole Bills were going to run the table. Sean McDermott for Coach of the Year. Josh Allen as MVP. He will be third or fourth, I would say. I'd say Joe Burrow is going to be up there. Jalen Hurts is definitely going to be up there. But Patrick Mahomes is going to win it this year. Um, I also just want to give a shout out. I mean, various comments coming in. Thank you, everybody, so much in agreeing with different picks. But Owen called out one coach we should have touched on, especially after this weekend, Dan Campbell of the Lions. Um, he's done an amazing job. He's probably done a pretty amazing job over the last two years in what he's done. He and his staff have rehabilitated Jared Goff. They've won the most dynamic offenses in the entire NFL this season. And do you know what? Once they started working out that defense, right, they went 7-2 and two over their final nine games 
including a pretty, oh, let's just say, extremely impressive performance in Lambeau Field with nothing on the line except for stopping their divisional rival going to the playoffs. Calling a hook and ladder play with just under two minutes to go when you're trying to drain the clock was something special. So he deserves a call out. Again, he won't win it. It'll be between Dayball and uh, Sirianni. Um, but MVP is Mahomes all day, every day. So let's move on to Comeback Player of the Year. I don't even have a, su- a song for this. We should be playing a comeback tune in the background for this. Mark, I'm going to go to you first. You're shaking your head. You're literally drawing the attention to yourself. Let's go. I, I, six games in, I said Geno Smith's going to win this. Can I claim that one? I did call Geno when the season started. Before the season started, for some reason, I even looked at this pick and said, why didn't I pick that? And I picked Derek Henry. I don't even know what he'd be coming back. I mean, he's coming back from injury, but it wasn't that bad. I don't know what I was thinking. It's not Derek Henry. Geno Smith should win this, in my mind, um, every day of the week. I more want to call out Colin for sneaking in two picks um, in relation to it. One of which was very good and one of which was very, very bad, Colin. Come on. No one likes a snitch, by the way, Mark. No one likes a snitch. Colin. Yeah, well, I see. I I went with my my head pick was Christian McCaffrey because it was the the only thing preventing Christian McCaffrey from being a superstar, as we know, we've seen him do it was injuries, and we've seen him uh, do it again this year. He may well end up um, with a Super Bowl ring uh, come the middle of February. What Mark is alluding to, and you can watch it back, is at the end, I did sneak in um, because I have a, a, a soft spot uh, for him. I said, I would love uh, to see um, my 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 favorite, uh, the Chicago one, Alan Robinson, have a great year. Um, suffice to say, Alan, the only way Alan Robinson might have had a worse year was if he had joined my Denver Broncos rather than the LA Raps. That wasn't the best of picks, Colin, was it? And I, I'm going to generally pretend here. I win this, so I win this one. I went for Saquon Barkley. What a season he's had. I said he'd break his rookie year numbers. He has. He hasn't met the 15 touchdowns he had that season, but still time, yeah. But uh, no, he's had a fantastic season. He's come back for a serious knee injury and held the Giants to where they are today, yeah. So I, I'm very happy with my pick. I feel like we should actually have a show just looking at the picks based on the amount of injuries that there's been this season. This season has been phenomenal with injuries, especially given the state of the pitches in a lot of cases. And we've seen a lot of the players go and and petition to have the pitches changed. Um, I do think there's something in there that we should look at for sure over the next few weeks. Do let us know the rest of the picks that you guys are looking at in the audience. Do tell us who you think is going to be the offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. I do think this is something that's really, really cool. Um, I think we're all going to agree for sure with some of the guys' picks. Um, there's one or two people that have really stood out. So let's get to the offensive rookie of the year. Colin, we're going to start with you. Yeah, my my pick, I and I knew I knew making the pick, it, it probably, he wasn't going to be, uh, maybe have the, the numbers. But I do think if you were to consider who is probably the, the most entertaining, I would argue, of the wide receivers, George Pickens. Um, his ability to go up and catch a ball is ridiculous. He does absolutely insane things on the field. And if the Steelers had actually gone with Kenny Pickett from the off rather than Mitchell Trubisky, 
who knows? Maybe they uh, would be in the, the playoffs. But I think George Pickens is going to uh, improve uh, as uh, as the years go on. And uh, he is at times going to make defenders look very silly. The only question is, can they get him involved enough and keep him involved enough? But when you put a ball up there and you, you want somebody to go and get it, my goodness, does he make catches. He's been like, I, I don't even know what type of animal jumps that high, if anyone knows. Uh, but he has been really, really good. He's been shown over the last few weeks a very, very strong line for the Steelers, really helping them get towards that. And you're right, Kenny Pickett should have been the starting quarterback. I think they were trying to give him a chance. Trubisky was there. Steelers have a lot to answer for, but look at Magic Mike done it again. Mark, who did you pick? Yeah, yeah I went with uh, Chris Olave. Chris Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 man. No, 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 I didn't. Sure. No, I didn't. I should have said Chris Olave because that is what Brian O'Leary said. And I think Chris Olave is going to be the offensive rookie of the year quite comfortably. As always with offensive rookie of the year, I always think it's terrible. There are some guards and tackles that will play out their skin last year. I, I do actually think it should have gone to um, Tristan Worse or two years ago, it should have gone to Tristan Worse, but it never will. It will go to one of the skill players and skill positions. And in a year where it's light on um, uh, on the quarterbacks, next you go to the Glamour Boys at the wide receiver position. And uh, Chris Olave is going to walk it. I picked Traylon Burks. I was going the wide receiver route as well. I was steering in that direction. He's had an all right season at times. He's flashed at times. Um, but not in any way replicating the downfield production that the, uh, the Titans used to have there. So, yeah. Chris Olave and Brian, I think, ding, 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 wins this round, to say the least. I'm not sure that is the case. I thought Kenneth Walker was a shoe into, and Fred's put it up there that Kenneth Walker to see Oscar. And I think a lot, well, I mean, like, this is the thing. We wait to see. Kenneth Walker might be there or thereabouts. I think Olave's just had too much production and too much presence throughout the season. He's been the only depth threat for the, the Saints. and that yeah, is, uh, yeah, I would agree. We, me and Colin were fortunate to be in London. He scored his first NFL career touchdown in that game, and you could see that day how impactful he can be on the team. And for a team that's had a difficult season, I mean, Andy Dalton played quarterback to start with James Winston. You've taken some hills, stepping in the quarterback at times. I mean, they've had a very but he has been the one key bright spot for the team. And it gives them a bit of impetus going into the offseason that if they do get a good quarterback in, they've still got some reasonably good players in offense that can do a lot of things, presume. It's a difficult one. But yeah, he's been a standout. He's been a great player to watch. Should should we be also talking about Brock Purdy? I mean, give, you know, he did not didn't play that many games, but my goodness, uh, the impact that he had since he entered uh, the league has been quite something. And yeah, everyone obviously has been waiting uh, for nigh on two decades for the the next uh, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Uh, well, this young man has certainly gotten off to uh, a decent start, you would have to say. Well, I'm going to say we shouldn't talk about Brock Purdy for the same reason, and it's the only reason why Walker won't be a lave in my mind to it, is Walker was injured for a couple of games. There were a couple of games he wasn't in. He didn't start a number of games, or he's only started 11, he only played in 15. Um, and Brock Purdy Cole has been fantastic in the high-powered 49ers offense, but he'll get deducted because he's only played six games in a 17-game season. I think it's six or seven. And secondly, um, how much is Brock Purdy and how much is the fact that he is surrounded by 
Seedlack, Samuel, Kittle, etc. But he will, he'll get some attention, I'm sure, and maybe a few votes in there. And we don't have to talk about defensive rookie of the year. We can just move swiftly on. No, 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 we do. We absolutely do. So we're going to touch on defensive rookie of the year. Um, so I'm really interested to hear what Brian has to say first. Mark, look, at if you're not happy, you can just hang up and I'll text you when it's done. And then you can come back. Let's on. just get to okay. the I'm good to get to the sweet ball picks. I think you just need to be happy that the audience cannot actually, you can't see their faces. That's all. It's okay. You're looking at all of us. They, You can't see theirs. I went with heart overhead in this one. <clears throat> and I selected Kayvon Thibodeau. In fairness, he missed. Marcus touched on players getting injured and we spoke about it earlier in the, in the show. Uh, the impact of injuries on people's season. He had a slower start to his NFL career because he was missing for the first four games. But... You know, what he's done in the, to the, say, the, the last part of the season, they've shown why the Giants are selecting him. He's been standing up here in defence, and obviously he's had a column rightly called out last week about his antics after the uh, sack on, on Nick Falls. But um, anyway, overall, of course, in the last month, he's made a huge impact to the team, which I doubt he would have seen earlier in the season, but obviously it takes time for these players to find their feet in the NFL and doesn't help when you're obviously injured in pre-season and you're missing games early on. But he's been between him and Hutchinson have, Shown and proven already why they've been top five picks. So I think it was a, a fair pick, but um, I'm interested to see um, the other guys' picks now. So can I just check, Brian? You picked two Giants players for the awards they won't win, but you didn't pick Dayball for the punting, but actually the Giants might win. Just, just you know, I want to spread around a little bit of, you know, slurry on this one, okay? I don't think you can argue it's the Saquon pick. I think the Saquon is, has put himself up there. He's not going to get it, but like, who is going to get comeback player of the year? Am I missing? Gino Smith is going to get it. Gino, what's he coming back from? He wasn't out last year. He was. He was. He was a backup. He wasn't in the. He wasn't playing. He doesn't have to be. He's coming back from an injury. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's a long. It's a, it's a Correct. long. It's a longevity thing. He's coming back from ten years of doing nothing. So do you have to give him. <laughs> so Colin, you had uh, ding ding ding. I would say a winner. Although we should have a bit of a debate and discussion about this. You've had, uh, um, you could say ketchup, you could say hot, you could say mayonnaise, but they were all ultimately sauce. Yes, indeed. And I know in uh, Healy's uh, or Hurley's comment uh, there, um, I, I think um, was right. Cause I think the debate will probably come down to sauce. Uh, Tariq Woolen for the Seahawks. Uh, my my goodness, if we, if we were doing executive of the year, uh, there would be, no, no, there, there wouldn't need to be a debate. There wouldn't be a contest. Um, I mean, you you might well be talking about the executive of the decade uh, in terms of what the the Seahawks have uh, pulled off with the the draft, the the Hall of Picks, and uh, avoiding the the contract. Um, but Sauce, I I think has been outstanding for the the Jets. I know a lot of uh, fans uh, uh, will be annoyed and say he's very handsy and that he gets away with it. But ultimately, I think that that's what happens in the, the league. Um, he has a, a giant eagle, but you need that to play in the, the New York market. And in fairness, just about every single cornerback has that, whether they are a top five pick in the draft or whether they are an unrestricted or an undrafted free agent. It kind of comes with playing a cornerback. I, I think, um, you know, for the, the Jets, ultimately, it was the offense that, um, cost them uh, defensively they've been very sound and what has been really interesting to see is how 
cornerbacks are now transitioning into the league a lot quicker. It used to take a long time for them to really learn the position, uh, but we have seen them come in and make an impact from the off. Uh, and Sauce is certainly amongst the um, top cornerbacks in the league, not just a rookie, but top cornerbacks in the entirety of the league in his first year there. He's on mute. He's decided he's going to keep himself muted so he doesn't have to say who he picked. Um, Mark, unmute yourself so you can actually say your piece and then we can move on to the actual picks. He's at, he, no, he, he cannot. I, 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 as an admin, I've tried unmuting him, but uh, I think the gremlins in the machine have decided that, um, it, Mar they've had enough of Mark's picks and uh, they don't they don't want to hear anymore <laughs> well before uh, we move on um, we'll give you Mark's pick just for the crack anyways and Mark actually picked you guys may know why Mark picked Javon Walker oh we, we have lost Brian that now as well people are dropping like flies this evening uh, I think Mark. I think um, Walker projected very well Mark can really Yes, yeah, yeah. he had. Technology. Yes, Walker was my pick. Trayvon Walker, three and a half sacks, one interception, one false fumble. It didn't have a bad rookie season, but of course he's not going to win this. I was going to say the top three defensive rookies of the year, and you can debate the order, and I think there is a debate about the order potentially, are all Arnold Schwarzenegger related. So you have Sauce Gardner, who was the eraser, and Eraser being a very bad Arnold Schwarzenegger mega movie. You have Tariq Woolen, who's The Interceptor, which should be the name of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And then you have Aiden Hutchinson, who, let's just face it, this season was the Terminator. Um, just the athleticism in a man that big, that powerful, that strong, that fast has been unbelievable. So, I, you know, people who want to make an argument for Hutchinson, I can agree with, but it's source all day. Hot sauce, barbecue sauce. He's just been fantastic. And yes, I agree, Colin. John Schneider up there on Executive of the Year. But the job the Jets have done and the turnaround with Wilson, with Gardner, and that draft has been um, substantial. Not Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, I should say. But uh, they, 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 uh, they still have options. So let's move on to the picks. And I'm really excited about this because I actually have gone through them all. Um, and some of them I actually would have done myself um, in the background because I do something else here at home with the Steelers fan. So let's talk about the... I'm going to skip the AFC East. We all called it. It was going to be the Bills. We all knew it. it. They just were. And they've gone out and they've proven how really good they are. 